So if working out isn't your favorite thing in the world, it's not even close to mine, I feel your pain. Now, maybe it's time to change how you do it. Uh, How about something that brings the gym home to you and pairs you with world-class instructors like Nicole Griffin or Michael Brown? Plus, you can be part of a much larger workout community of hundreds of thousands of people at at a time, all without ever having to leave the uh, comfort of your own home. This is what you get with Echelon Fitness. What you don't get is a gigantic price. Echelon Fitness app provides you with thousands of live, on-demand classes with great music from your favorite artists. Echelon Fitness, you can work out at any time, day or night, and crush your fitness goals. And it is affordable workout equipment. Right now, for a limited time, you can get almost a thousand bucks off MSRP. You have a eight hundred and forty dollar discount now. This is an exclusive discount. You have to text Beck to eight one eight one eight one. That's Beck. At 818181, get $840 off MSRP. Just text Beck, 818181. EchelonFit.com slash SMS. election week a lot is different at the end of the week than we thought it would be at the beginning of the week we still don't know if congress is going to be controlled by the republicans we think so but it may not be we don't know who controls the senate either we think the democrats have control but that may not be and why is it taking so long to count the ballots in the same county that had the problem last time Bill O'Reilly gives us perspective on the week in 60 seconds. You and I have a lot of work to do in this country. It seems like the battle is always uphill, especially when it comes to fighting against the uh, constant efforts of those who want to destroy America from within. But hope persists. And we, you know, we didn't even lose this battle, but we feel like we lost this battle. This is not the war. This is the battle. So buck up boys and girls here's one thing that you can do we need to support all of the people that are on our side and fighting in the same direction there are no enemies if to me if you believe in the bill of rights and you're willing to stand for it i'm on your side i'm on your side if you're really willing to go all in man i want to help you all i can patriot mobile is one of those companies Patriot Mobile is in the fight, up to their neck, and they provide great mobile service. They will save you money. You'll have the same service because you have the same cell towers all across America with Patriot Mobile. Switch. Stand with people who are standing with you and in the fight. 
PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program, sir. Your thoughts on the week? Well, it's not good. Um, Not good for America. And uh, as you pointed out, uh, the Arizona thing is this should um, now go to the federal level and Maricopa County should have federal monitors there mm-hmm. for the next election in two years, mm-hmm. uh, overseers. So they obviously can't do it. I mean, it's just like, you know, hitting a baseball. Some people can't hit a baseball. Don't, no matter what you do, they're not going to be able to hit it. Right. And, you know, the problem is, is it, it, I, I disagree with you. It should not go to the federal level just because the feds are out of control and we won't, don't want to do anything nah. that federalizes an election. Yeah, the, the state's got to get its crap together. Florida did it. Certainly Arizona can do it. Okay. Well, we have a gentleman's disagreement. Yeah. You've got to have accountability there, and there is no accountability, and that's why this is happening. You put a federal monitor in there from the Federal Election Commission, the FEC, okay, to oversee what they're doing, and you provide another level of protection for all Americans. If you just let them do it, they can't do it, Beck. Can't. Well, the good news is... Apostrophe T, and no, they, they can't do they, it in Nevada. Word either. of the day. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't accept the word "can't." There is "do" or "do not," and they choose to not do it. No, they can do it. I don't believe they're corrupt in that way. I just believe they're incompetent, incredibly incompetent. And well, look, we're not going to resolve that. I mean, you have your opinion, I have mine, but it is horrible for the United States to have these two states, Nevada and Arizona, tiny states, not being able to count their votes. Yeah, there was a huge election in Brazil that was pretty uh, close, and, uh, gee, they counted the whole country in three hours. Yeah, and that includes the Amazon jungle. Right. Exactly right. Exactly right. right. What else, Beck? What Uh, else you want to know? know, (laughs) I want to know, R, do you think we're going to control the Senate, the House? Where? Who's we? Is there a mouse in your pocket? Yes, there is a mouse in my pocket. I happen okay. to be on the side of freedom. Okay. I happen to be on the side of freedom. If, if there's one word that comes to mind beside scraggly beard, uh, when I say Glenn Beck, it's freedom. <laughs> All right. Okay? All right. So my count is 220 Republican, and they get the House by a meager two votes at this point. Could be wrong, but I think that's the way it's going to play out. 220 seats go to the Republicans, um, and I I don't know what the corresponding number is for Democrats, but I do believe the GOP will control uh, the House. The Senate, um, you know, I don't know where Walker gets 40,000 votes. I don't know where he gets it. That's what I'm looking at here. So, okay, you're going to run off. And and some people that voted the first time around won't show up. Okay, I know that. Um, but it's probably going to break both uh, Warnick, um, Walker along those lines. So where, where does Herschel get? And remember, uh, we had a, you know, I almost admitted you were right. I barely, I was very close to doing that because you said Walker would win. And I always had a suspect there. But I want Walker to win. I want him to win because it's so important to um, neuter the Biden administration. Did you see him? With the body language and, hey, here I am. I'm President Biden. And oh, you yeah. didn't get me. Oh. You didn't get me. Oh, it drove me nuts. It's not what he said. It was his demeanor. 
like I won. I know. Which in I a know. way he did, um, but not really. No, okay, I think that, really. I think Democrats won in spite of him. Um, it was the independent vote now that we know broke um, by four points for the Democrats. That's what did it. The overall vote in the House is 5% plus GOP, which, you know, when you compare to the last NBC News poll, which was totally bogus, um, shows you that most Americans wanted Republicans to control the House. The problem was the individual districts. Um, So more Americans, by a fairly significant number, voted for House Republicans. But there's Biden up there who is absolutely destroying the fabric of the American economy. Um, And what shocked me, and and shocked is not um, a word you usually use. It would shock me Mm -hmm. is that so many millions of Americans voted against their own self-interest. I mean, I'm sitting there going, do you not see your wallet? Can you not count the money in your wallet? It is far less than it was two years ago. So that that is something that causes a lot of people uh, uh, concern and and yes. questions. So explain that. Okay, I will. Thank you for asking. And this is my <laughs> column on Sunday at noon on BillOReilly.com, where everybody should check in with us, please. It's all about January 6th. And I never thought it would be. I thought that was in the past, in history, but it isn't. So many independent voters are still furious about what happened on January 6th. And as you know, in every single House race, Senate race, deniers, deniers, deniers. That's what they were campaigning on. Not the economy, not the border, not violent crime. It was all deniers, uh, January 6th, blank, and they bought it. These independent voters, which probably many of them lean left anyway, bought it. But that is an open wound in America. I thought it was stitched up, but it isn't. It isn't. The, the pictures and the remembrance of January 6th, not for the Republican side. They've kind of reconciled, okay, it happened, we don't like it, but now we're going to move ahead and try to improve the country. But for the independent voters exploited by the huge money behind the Democratic movement, that January 6th thing did it. It wasn't abortion. It was that. I live in New York, and Zeldin lost, okay, to Hochul. Incomprehensible. Talking about people voting against their own self-interest. Nine out of ten African Americans in New York City voted for Hochul. And there are dead bodies in every black neighborhood stacking up because Hochul won't enforce the law. They're voting against their own safety. But every blanking commercial that you saw on television was... Zeldin's a denier. Zeldin's this. Zeldin's Trump. Zeldin's a Nazi. The whole thing. And I'm I'm going, are you kidding? This isn't going to work. It worked. I I find that incomprehensible. Um, But if that is true, Bill, there's no other rational explanation, Beck. People are getting hammered by the economy. They will continue to get hammered by it. Uh, 
okay? The violent crime where I live, you can see it. And the border, Arizona, how many more illegal migrants do you want, Arizona? How many more do you want? And you don't vote for the Republicans who would stop it? What's the matter with you? You know, I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. All right. So, Bill, if that is true, that January 6th was what people were actually voting. Independence. Independence. Independence, You can't win without independence. Can't. Right. Absolutely. So what does that mean then for 2024? Because that wouldn't go well for Donald Trump. No, but it's two years hence. Word of the day, hence. Two years hence, and it won't be, I, I don't think, but it all depends on who the Republicans run. So if they run Trump, forget it. So it's wait, 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 forget what? Forget, it's going to be January 6th, election denier, Correct. Da, 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 boom, boom, boom. That's the whole campaign. Right. Okay? Nothing else. I mean, we could be in a depression. We could be in a Herbert Hoover territory, and it'll still be that. If it's DeSantis, the only other viable Republican at this point, DeSantis can counter as he did in Florida. So Florida, there was a red wave. And in your state, Texas, there was a kind of a mini red wave there. Mm -hmm. DeSantis can do that. Trump cannot do it. And that is something that all the MAGA people um, need to consider. I mean, yeah. you're saying this. You're a good friend of Donald Trump. I consider he, Donald Trump a friend. And he governed very well. He did. That's another thing that drives me absolutely up the wall, that if you compare his four years of governance to Biden's two years, yeah. it's just not even on the same planet. Not even close. Not even close. But he couldn't get away from the past, Trump. He can't leave it. And that will doom him. So what is your advice to, because my advice to both parties is, uh, to both Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, I started the show with this, please don't eat each other. We, we need both of you. We need both yes, of you. Don't look, eat each other. That's insane. Um, I saw your interview with Trump. Uh, it was, a, you know, that you did. Uh, During the ele- election night? Right. Okay. Um, and. I don't know if Donald Trump is capable of disciplining himself. And it's always been that way. Uh, Beck, you saw the show I did with him almost a year ago. You saw it with your own eyes. Mm -hmm. It was a totally different Donald Trump because we talked about his administration issues. I told him I'm not getting into the election. So, you know, because it's me, he didn't go there. And and if he had just could capture that but i don't think he's capable of doing it there's no gain for donald trump saying ron de sanctimonious no gain he gains not one vote he gains no goodwill to do it so why would you do it and that is the mystery of the universe so as a friend of his what do you tell the supporters of both ron and uh, Donald Trump, who truly believe that they are fighting for the soul of America. How do we, how do we, how do we as people deal with this possible fight coming? 
Well, voters have to make up their own mind on who they want to uh, lead them. I mean, I never intrude on that. I'm not going to endorse DeSantis or Trump, one or the other. Right. I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to say this is effective, this isn't effective. You know, I was wrong about the red wave, and that just pains me so much to say it, because I based my analysis on facts. But emotion ruled. Again, it was just like the election of 2020. Emotion put Biden in the White House, and in 222, emotion stopped the red wave. So I'm saying to myself, okay, so now we're the United States of emotion. We're no longer rational voters who evaluate effective governance. It's all about emotion, propaganda, manipulation now, money. And that's very, very frightening, should be to everybody. All right, back in just a second, um, because I, I think uh, it wasn't emotion. I, I think it's zombification a little bit. Everybody's in their camp and they won't move out of their camp, which is extraordinarily dangerous. William wrote in recently about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, after seven years of living in pain, I'm finally doing better things. I'm, I'm doing the things that I wanted to, thanks to Relief Factor. I used not to be able to even close my fist, but now I have no limitations at all. My inflammation came down to 0%. I am so happy I found Relief Factor. William, I tell you, the, the hands were the biggest things for me, too. I, I could not make a fist. I could close my hand, but I couldn't make a fist. And it, it, was, it was horrible, horrible. I got my life back. I can not only make a fist, I could probably throw a punch. Uh, three-week quick start is available right now for you. It's $19.95. They want you just to try it for three weeks. I love this about Relief Factor, the honesty of, look, 70% of the people go on to order more. They're finding relief. 30% don't. So they've made a three-week quick start. If you take it as directed, you should know in three weeks, is this going to work or not? ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Bill, I, I, uh, first of all, how's your book doing? Um, Killing the Legends is still on the New York Times bestseller list, and, I'm, and they're celebrating over there because they love me so much. Um, <laughs> and now we're kicking into the Christmas buying season, and thank you for asking. Very generous of you. Uh, we've got a great deal on BillOReilly.com. You buy Killing the Mob, Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists, and Killing the Legends, the Lethal Dangerous Celebrity, will give you $35 off the purchase on BillOReilly.com. That'll take care of some of your Christmas giving. Thank you for mentioning it. Sure. What, what does it cost to get you to sign one? Uh, we, I, I have not raised any prices on BillOReilly.com at all to uh, help people in the inflationary thing. So there's a price there for my signature on the book. It's not $5,000, You can make money if you put it on eBay right after you get it from me. You you make some coin. All right. Bill, thank you. Uh, Thank you for that. Now, let's let's uh, go back into uh, what all of this means. Uh, We may not have control of the House. We may not have control of the Senate. So what is it? I said at the beginning of this uh, uh, this uh, episode with you that uh, this is this is a battle. It's not the war. Where do we fight the war? How do we fight the war from here? Okay, so it's not 
speculation about control of Congress doesn't do us any good right now. I'm going to yeah. hold the my, and I was wrong on the red wave, so I'll take it for its worth. Uh, message of the day, BillOReilly.com, 220 uh, Republicans control the House. So the next two years is going to be lightning. Um, Trump may announce next week that he's running. Um, some people say he will. Some people say he won't. I mean, who knows? But he will run at this point. But he's severely weakened. There's no doubt he's lost a lot of mojo, um, to quote Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, DeSantis is on the rise. DeSantis is a more disciplined politician. I don't think you're going to see him attacking Trump. I hope not. And you're not going to hear from DeSantis about a run for about a year. You know, he'll line it up and he'll raise money. And both guys have a lot of money. Um, but I don't think DeSantis is going to get out there and start waving a presidential flag for a year because he owes it to the people of Florida not to do that. And, you know, a year out is more than enough time for DeSantis to get whatever he wants to get up and running to, uh, to be president. In that time, the polling will show, I think, that DeSantis will consolidate power, whereas Trump will lose power unless he does, of course, reversal Donald Trump and runs on his record. But even then, it's going to be hard to get that message out because the media is never going to report what he's doing, honestly. They're always going to demonize him. So that's where we are on the Republican side. The Democrats are in more disarray. Biden can't run again. I mean, you know, even though he's strutting around like a peacock, um, he's still a horrible president. Horrible. Terrible. Horrible. Awful. Yeah. Okay? And everybody knows it. So he's not running again. Kamala can't run. So now that throws it wide open to Amy Klobuchar and uh, the governor of California, Newsom, and all these other people, none of whom really have captured the American uh, imagination. And I think the woke stuff, you know, uh, DeSantis had the best line I've heard in years from a politician. Woke comes to Florida to die. Mm. What a tremendous, tremendous line. And the final thing is on the Glenn Beck program, that things are going to get worse. Yeah. In the next two years. Yeah, I, I have a story I, I wanted to get to you today, uh, but I'm going to have to save it for a few minutes later. Um, Bill, thank you so much. We um, okay, guys. Thank you very much. Um, we are now, according to the Fed, mortgage loans. You missed this because it came out during the election. Have crashed to depression levels. That's something we should pay attention to. Uh, We'll have more in uh, just a second. We're looking at Arizona and the count next. The Glenn Beck Program. When you get to the end of a long day, there is nothing better than getting a chance to light out in your bed and, uh, and just sleep. Recharge your batteries, you know? Our future, um, when it's controlled by the robot overlords, and I mean that literally for you and me, though, what I mean is you're going to get a great night's sleep uh, because you're going to probably be in a pod. But while we don't have robot overlords, uh, may I suggest you contact MyPillow.com. They have the Giza Dream Sheets. They're back at their lowest price ever. This makes a great holiday gift as well. $29.99 with the promo code BECK. You need sheets. These are tremendous sheets. Like everything else my pillow makes, these sheets come with a 60-day money back guarantee. And if you're going to buy them as a gift, you should know the orders placed between now and Christmas 
will have their money-back guarantee extended until March 1st, 2023. Sleep on the best, especially when they're priced so low. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and uh, check out the flash sale on this and other specials now for a limited time only at MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK or 800-966-3117. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is stand up for 30 bucks off. I want to uh, share something with you before we go into Arizona in all of the chaos. uh, We have missed the release of the Fed's latest senior loan officer survey. Now, this came out on Monday, uh, should have been in the papers and been talked about on Tuesday, but we were watching other things. Uh, The results are pretty uh, striking. Uh, You would expect that from an economy in a recession, but this is Worse than that, in nearly all categories, banks are reporting both tighter lending standards and sliding demand for new loans and nowhere more so than in mortgages, both qualifying and otherwise, where demand has collapsed to depression levels as a result of the fastest ever surge in interest rates. So I want you to listen to this carefully. Uh, C&I loans, they're commercial and industrial loans. While they're still doing okay, and demand for credit card debt is at near record highs, to be expected at a time when revolving credit debt is soaring at the fastest pace in history, record, uh, you know, adjustable uh, mortgage rates be damned, Uh, It's only a matter of time before these two core credit categories follow the mortgage loan demand into purgatory, at which point the U.S. economy will be a complete disaster. You should not lose yourself in the fight for national politics. This is going to be a local issue with all of us, and we will survive if locally we are together and your state is together. It's going to come down to the states. All right. Um, I've been talking to Stu this morning about uh, the the count in Arizona and elsewhere, and uh, so we we brought um, uh, we brought uh, John Gabriel, who Stu is kind of leaning on a little bit uh, in Arizona to get the uh, the count uh, uh, down. Stu, I have to say before we go in. You were the most pessimistic of anybody. Uh, and <laughs> what a surprise. I know. And uh, I mean, this is what I pay you to do. Uh, and you uh, are probably the closest out of anyone that was making any kind of prediction. But still, you look like you were even maybe too optimistic. Definitely was on Pennsylvania. I just yeah. thought human beings wouldn't really do this, would they? That was kind of my <laughs> yes, thought on did. Pennsylvania. And they did. I was yeah, wrong on that one for sure. Yeah. Uh, John, uh, welcome to the program. Oh, great to be on again. Yeah, John, you know, it's, it's interesting to watch the last 24 hours. We, we were we were talking yesterday. We had some optimism over Kerry Lake, maybe even Blake Masters. The votes that came out yesterday, it seems to me that the impression of people is that these were not as good as expected in Arizona. Is, is that your impression as well? Well, I thought they would be a little better, but I thought they would be including Election Day votes. And what they did is... They're still um, counting these votes that came in prior to Election Day. 
Uh, apparently, they have other things on their schedule, and they're a little busy lately. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you got to take a nap, get some milk, <laughs> you know, maybe go for a latte. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> oh, man, they need self-care days. That, that's the thing. Uh, spend the time at the spa. But today, at least they say, but today they're actually going to be coming out with the votes that were actually cast on Election Day. Um, it, it only happened Tuesday. It only takes them this long. It's just insane. Um, but uh, the people of Arizona are very upset at the county and the county officials and, and the state uh, people counting all the votes here are very upset and demanding change. And you're seeing that now even from the left saying, but really, what's taking so long? I think Hobbs is um, going to lose her lead very quickly. I think it'll be by the end of the day today, definitely by Saturday it'll be gone. And I think Lake is cruising to victory. I still am not wow. giving up hope on Masters, but boy, it's on a knife's edge. That's for sure. Whoever wins, it'll be um, a game of inches, not uh, not yards. So you're still standing by what happened yesterday, uh, what we talked about yesterday. And Carrie Lake said she's convinced she's going to win because of the way they count the votes. That is historically accurate. But it didn't happen yesterday because she said, you watch tonight. It'll start changing. Well, we watched and it didn't change. Uh, and you're saying that's because they didn't count any of the votes she thought they were going to be releasing. Exactly. Yeah, mm. she's exactly right on that. Both of us thought, and really, they what they usually do is they start reporting the election day votes. Instead, they're just like clearing out the backlogs of the old votes. And those are always far more uh, pro-Democratic Party than uh, election day votes. And as far as election day votes go, we're talking 65% going to Carrie Lake, up to 75% going for her. So the second they actually count votes from election day, which you think they would have done on election day, um, then this is going to turn around. So I really do. Um, she has every reason to be confident. I think she's got this. And uh, we just have to go through this agonizingly slow procedure that uh, the uh, our betters in government have created to uh, count the votes as slowly as possible. So has Katie Hobbs come out and said anything about the procedure? Because she is the chief election official. This is this is her gig. Yeah, you would think she would do an embarrassed um, the buck stops here tweet, but you would be wrong. That's not who Katie Hobbs is. Instead, she's complaining about Lake pushing conspiracy theories um, that the vote is taking a long time to count, which we can all see with our uh, with our eyes. Um, she's not taking any responsibility for this. And as Secretary of State, she's the one in charge. She's the one who approved the election machines that weren't operating correctly on Election Day. And uh, she is in charge of all these processes and procedures that have led us to this, once again, becoming a national punchline and not changing the system like Florida did after 2000, which, you know, they've already uh, blazed a path. All we need to do is mimic what they did, and this would be fixed tomorrow. Hmm. John, the two excuses I've heard from uh, from Arizona, Maricopa County, is one the ballot was really long this time. Like, I guess it was like a CVS receipt. I don't know. It, it's just <laughs> very, very long ballot, and that just takes forever. And then we also heard that a lot of voters, uh, probably skeptical of mail-in voting, probably Republicans, came to the ballots with their mail-in ballot, like came to the actual polling places and turned it in on the day of the election. Instead of mailing it in advance or voting in the voting booth, they decided to vote early, but then 
show up on that day. Is there real evidence that this was a problem? Um, I, I don't see how this could be a problem. Yes, that is their excuse. But I think these uh, vote counting officials and elections uh, management people should stop uh, complaining about the unruly peasants wanting them to do their job faster and fix the problem. Mm-hmm. That's been the problem the past two years is they will just make cracks and make jokes about, oh, you crazy tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorists. Um, yeah, if you want to reassure people in a very low trust environment, which our politics is today, do your job correctly. And they have refused to, and they deserve all the uh, feedback and uh, blowback that they've been getting on this. They th- blew it once again. I think this is an important point to make at this point, that there is no... Um, there, there are no charges, credible charges, at least, that show that new ballots are being added or anything else. It's just the slow counting, correct? Exactly, yeah. That's uh, important. We all know how incompetent bureauc- bureaucrats can be, especially when they're just uh, in their privileged positions. They think they deserve it. Um, this is incompetence from everything I can see now. If it turned out to be something worse, I would be the first to holler about it. Now it's looking like incompetence, and uh, that will be borne out as uh, Carrie Lake catches up to Katie Hobbs and uh, then surpasses her and blows blows out the Katie Hobbs race, which I think you know, is the final result. It's really interesting. If we would have had the results of Carrie Lake on uh, Tuesday night, this whole week would have been different. If she won, and Blake even won, or was just razor thin close, it would have changed the the entire the narrative. narrative of the week, because you would have had uh, you would have had Rick DeS- uh, Rick DeSantis or Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Sorry, God, why do I do that? Ron DeSantis <laughs> and uh, and Carrie Lake. You would have had two states yeah. that were saying we're headed in a different direction. That would have that would have made a lot of difference. Absolutely. And yes, how everything looks. It's kind of like if you're a fan of a West Coast football team and you live on the East Coast, you never see the, the home team games. And that's kind of how the press usually treats the West. Well, if we had a, a competent uh, bunch of vote counters here, we would have known election night. And yeah. we go, wow, coast to coast, uh, GOP is winning big. And these are real conservatives who are very serious about being conservatives, not kind of the wishy-washy type we all complain about. Correct. It would have changed the national narrative in a big way. It would have. And you have to think, too, anyone who is coming, who's deciding, look, I don't trust the mail-in voting. I don't know. I don't trust. I don't trust the drop boxes. I'm going in there with my own hands and I'm dropping off that ballot at the ballot box on that day. You got to believe a person who's going through that has to be almost overwhelmingly likely to be a Carrie Lake supporter, right? I mean, absolutely. And that's how I voted. So Mm. my vote's in Mm. that pool as well. Oh, so you're the one that screwed this all up. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Well, we've gotten down to the bottom of it. Finally. finally. (laughs) All right. I'm taking my number. (laughs) All right. Thank you. We'll hopefully uh, not have to talk to you Monday uh, and get another (laughs) excuse of why it's not done yet. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You bet. God bless. All right. Let me tell you about one thing that is happening this weekend. I've done two uh, really good podcasts in the last couple of weeks. Last week was Whitney Webb, which if you have not watched that yet, please watch it. It is, uh, who was it? The guest that was on just yesterday said, um, you know, if people would have, if people would really understand that, they would mm. understand 
what's happening in America in very clear ways. This is a very important podcast for Whitney Webb uh, last week. Please catch up on that one. Uh, today's podcast that is came out yesterday for the Blaze TV subscribers and then out tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast, is Benjamin Netanyahu, the former prime minister, and in two weeks, the new prime minister again of Israel. He is a fascinating guy. Fascinating. He, you know, he went to MIT. He uh, was in uh, the highest level of you know, it would be like SAS, uh, the Green Berets and the Navy SEALs in one unit. That's what the group was that he was in. And he talks about some of the things they did to Iran under his orders. He talks about some of the things he did uh, back in the day. His brother died and played a very big role in his life. Uh, he talked about the Middle East peace and uh, said more is coming when I get back into office, it's a fascinating interview with Bibi Netanyahu. Uh, he's got a new book out called Bibi, and he talks about all of it. It, it is a must read. If you, are, if you are looking for history and what's really going on, he has, I said to him halfway through, it's interesting, Bibi, this is not the story the Americans are getting. And he said, well, that's a story, but this is another version of the story. Uh, so BB Netanyahu on tomorrow's podcast, you can't go out and buy your dog, a, a gym membership. Believe me. I tried. No, I did. First of all, they don't have a th- posable thumbs, so they're just, you know, they just can't do it. You know, second dogs are pretty lazy. Uh, you take yours to a gym and he's just going to stand there looking at you. What do you do to make sure your dog is of tip top shape and the healthiest he can be? Well, Rough Greens. Now, this is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black. You sprinkle this on your dog's food. It's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you the first trial bag for free. Free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So Bitcoin is down to, gosh, 16,000 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's because... One guy who happens to be a big Democratic voter, donor, a donor, yeah. mm-hmm. second biggest behind George Soros. Yeah, people don't. Sam Bankman Fried, he's one of the biggest mm-hmm. donors on the left. He, other than George Soros, donated the most money in this cycle uh, to Democratic uh, causes. Well, I hope they cash the checks because he's blown up everything. <laughs> yeah, because... lost 94 percent of his wealth in yeah. one day last week, and it's going to losing more now. He's the guy who runs FTX. And two things about this. Number one is the Democratic donor thing. This guy has been, he's been a media darling because of this. He's been coddled. He's been pushing for all sorts of legislation. Some of the legislation going through now to try to regulate Bitcoin was stuff that he authored and pushed for Mm -hmm. and and, uh, uh, lobbied all these Congress people to, to pass. It's still seemingly going through, even though all this is going on. 
basically took all sorts of ridiculous risks and got caught. Uh, I think he was probably committed crimes uh, and probably should go to prison for what has happened here. This is the third largest crypto exchange out there, FTX. And the other thing that is important, I think, to note here is this is another Elizabeth Holmes story. It's another Mm -hmm. story where a guy who's got lots of money on the left comes up out of nowhere. He's 30 years old, I think, 32 years old, something like that. The media makes him into this superhero. They don't question him nearly enough. They go through this entire process where they elevate this person who obviously doesn't know what they're doing and make him into a media star. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there will be no mea culpa for why they did that. There will be no uh, there will be no action. In fact, what will happen is we will get podcasts produced by the same reporters hosted <laughs> by the same reporters who made them into media stars yep. and say and say, "Wow, look at the downfall of Sam Bankman-Fried." Yep. Well, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous and uh, you know, it's going to hurt cryptocurrency and Bitcoin certainly. Um, but it's a bigger story than that. It is also the story of uh, Bitcoin going down this week is is more than just that as well. Um, people who have uh, a lot of money in Bitcoin used it, used money and had margin calls. Oh, yeah. And that money has got to be taken out of Bitcoin to pay those debts. You're seeing all kinds mm. of things beginning to collapse. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. The Glenn Beck Program.